Today is Tuesday, November 16th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your Weather Command forecast. First off, we've still got that high wind warning in effect. It's for the counties of Hill, Liberty, Blaine, and Fergus. And it's in effect until 6 p.m. this evening, with gusts up to 60 miles an hour possible and sustained winds from the west between 30 and 40 miles an hour. Please secure loose objects if you haven't already, and be careful when driving. There's also a high wind warning that remains in effect for other portions of our listening area, including Glacier, Toole, Ponderay, Cascade, and Shoto counties. That warning is in effect until 3 p.m. this afternoon. And taking a look at some storm reports already from across the region, highest wind gusts measured in our area. 13 miles south of Fort Belknap, a 72-mile-an-hour wind gust was measured at 8.18 a.m. this morning. Shoto County, just 3 miles south-southwest of Loma, there was a 67-mile-an-hour wind gust at 2.15 a.m. this morning. At the Cutbank Airport at 12.56 a.m. this morning, there was an 87-mile-an-hour wind gust. For Hill County, the strongest gust was 20 miles north of Rudyard at 1.46 a.m., which was 67 miles an hour. And for Liberty County, there was a 69-mile-an-hour wind gust 14 miles north-northwest of Joplin at 2.46 a.m. For the rest of your Tuesday, very windy, colder, and mostly cloudy. Near steady temperature in the mid-30s, with a west wind 30 to 45 miles an hour. Tonight, windy and colder, with cloudy skies and a 40% chance of snow in the evening, then partly cloudy after midnight. Lows around 15, northwest winds 25 to 35 miles an hour, gusting to around 50 miles an hour. Wednesday, sunny with highs in the mid-30s. West winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, gusting up to 30 miles an hour in the morning. Wednesday night, partly cloudy in the evening, becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 10 to 15, south winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Thursday, mostly cloudy. Highs 40 to 45, south winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday night and Friday, mostly cloudy, lows 20 to 25, highs around 45. Friday night, partly cloudy, lows 15 to 20. Saturday, mostly cloudy, highs 35 to 40. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow, lows around 15. Sunday and Sunday night, mostly cloudy, highs 35 to 40, lows 15 to 20. And Monday, not as cool, with mostly cloudy skies. Highs 45 to 50. The Fort Belknap Election Committee held an inauguration for their 2021 through 2023 Tribal Council on Monday following the release of official results. The final tally includes absentee ballots that were sent by Election Day and arrived at the Elections Office by November 12th. All candidates who were in the lead after unofficial results were released won their races. This includes for the position of President and Vice President, where Jeffrey Jeff Stiffarm and running mate Judith J. Judy King received 614 votes. Upending incumbent Andrew Russell Work Jr. and his running mate John A. Allen, who received 413 votes. The other winners of their races, Dominic Messerly, Warren D. Morin, Stephen Shelley Fox, Gino Lavaldo, Derek Sam Azure, Brian Kevin Wing, and Tracy Ching King. There's one more race that's yet to be decided. That's the race for Assiniboine at large representative elected by Assiniboine voters. That primary is today, and there are six candidates. The reason that race is taking place now is because there were not enough candidates at the original filing deadline. We'll make sure to have results for you from that race when they are available.
To assist in monitoring bovine tuberculosis, Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is looking to deer hunters in Blaine and Phillips counties for help. In September, bovine TB was discovered in a herd of cattle in northern Blaine County and then later in Phillips County. Bovine TB is a contagious disease and primarily affects cattle. The disease can be transmitted to nearly any mammal, including humans. To date, BTB has not been detected in any additional cattle herds or in wildlife in the area. However, testing harvested deer within the general area can help determine if the disease is in wildlife, and if so, what the distribution might be. FWP has increased staffing at the Haver Area Office and Check Station to assist in the collection of tissues for sampling, but samples from deer harvested in the target surveillance area can be collected at any location where CWD samples are being collected. Harlem Public Schools Superintendent Dr. Arlene Bigby says that local law enforcement is conducting an investigation after the junior, senior high school and elementary school dismissed early on Friday due to a possible threat. Dr. Bigby says the early dismissal on Friday was to provide time for the investigation while keeping students and staff safe. The investigation is ongoing and the district says they will inform the public of the outcome when it is available. In a separate announcement that Bigby says is unrelated to the investigation, effective this Tuesday, Harlem High School students will not be allowed to leave the building during lunch. The district also reiterated its policy that cell phone use is not allowed. A press release said these measures are being taken, quote, in an effort to promote and be committed to a positive and productive learning environment. U.S. Senator John Tester held a press call Monday to discuss the bipartisan infrastructure bill that he helped negotiate. The bill was signed into law on Monday by President Joe Biden and includes up to $100 million for the rehabilitation of the Milk River system, which Tester said was critically important. This should be able to give those guys along the milk uh, a leg up to be able to really uh, uh, rehabilitate a, a facility that's been worn out for probably 40 years. According to Tester's office, the bill also includes over $2.8 billion for Montana highways, $144 million for Montana airports, $1 billion to complete all authorized rural water projects through the Bureau of Reclamation, including around $198 million for the Rocky Boys North Central Project, and billions of dollars to increase access to broadband throughout the country. And now taking a look at local COVID updates for today. We'll start with Hill County which between November 13th and 15th reported nine new COVID cases, 28 recoveries, and one hospitalization. Total case count for Hill County, 3,446, 42 active, nine hospitalized, 3,339 recoveries, 65 deaths. Over in Blaine County, they provided an update yesterday, which was their first update since November 10th. They say that they've been notified of four new COVID cases, nine recoveries, and their active hospitalization counts at one. Total case count for Blaine, 1,470, 50 active, one hospitalized, 1,393 recoveries, 27 deaths. Over in Phillips County, between November 12th and 15th, they reported 16 new COVID cases, nine recoveries, two new hospitalizations, and two new COVID-related deaths. Total case count for Phillips, 848, 15 active, 4 hospitalized, 807 recoveries, 26 deaths. We did not receive COVID case updates from Liberty or Shoto counties, so we'll move on to state news. And we'll start off with that statewide COVID update from the DPHHS dashboard. Today, the state of Montana reported 1,038 new COVID cases, bringing the cumulative total to 186,207. Active case count, 7,242. Active hospitalizations, 307. Death toll, 2,513. It is an increase in 23 deaths since the last update. 19 occurred in November, 4 in October. Yellowstone with the most new deaths with 6. 
followed by Deer Lodge, Lake, Missoula, and Phillips with two each. And then with one death each, Cascade, Dawson, Glacier, Lewis and Clark, Lincoln, Ravalli, Silverbow, Teton, and Valley. Counties with the most new cases today, Yellowstone 183, Gallatin 137, Cascade 116, Flathead 81, Lewis and Clark 71, Missoula 64, Custer 40. And looking at the vaccine update for today, total COVID vaccine doses administered, 1,168,091 with 512,527 Montanans fully immunized, that is 50% of the eligible population. NBC Montana reports that former University of Montana women's basketball coach Shannon Schweyen is suing the school, alleging sex discrimination after her contract was not renewed. The lawsuit was filed in U.S. District Court. Schweyen claims her contract was wrongfully terminated and is requesting to either be reinstated or to receive lost back pay and front pay. She alleges she was evaluated more harshly than male coaches due to her gender. A spokesperson for the University of Montana refuted the allegations and says they will defend the allegations in the appropriate forum. A Charleston, South Carolina man accused in a large sex trafficking scheme of coercing women and girls into prostitution for him in Montana and other states admitted to charges Monday. Louis Gregory Venning, 41, pleaded guilty to sex trafficking by force, fraud and coercion, sex trafficking of a minor, transportation of a person with intent to engage in prostitution, and possession with intent to distribute cocaine. Venning faces a mandatory minimum 15 years to life in prison on the most serious crime of sex trafficking. Sentencing will take place March 15th. The government alleged that in various times from 2012 to 2020, Venning trafficked women and girls for commercial sex and also distributed illegal narcotics, including cocaine, heroin, and meth. Venning employed coercion and force, violence and threats of violence, and the widespread use of drugs to advance his criminal goals. Venning recruited and coerced more than a dozen women and girls and forced them to engage in commercial sex for him in Billings and other Montana communities. Venning took some of the victims from Montana to other states, including Wyoming, Missouri, and Georgia, for commercial sex work. In addition, Venning possessed with intent to distribute cocaine. Social media posts collected during the investigation show Venning bragging about and sending cocaine to various individuals. A 45-year-old Kalispell man was killed after being struck by a vehicle in Flathead County Monday afternoon. The Montana Highway Patrol reports that the crash occurred at 12.45 p.m. at the intersection of Dyer Road and Montana Highway 35 near Creston. The victim was stopped outside his 2002 Dodge 3500 and DCT trailer, strapping down a load. When a 2014 Caterpillar towing a 2017 trailer lost part of its load, backed down the roadway, and struck the rim of the victim's vehicle. The driver of the Caterpillar, a 56-year-old man from Columbia Falls, stopped upon impact and located the pedestrian on the ground. The Kalispell man was pronounced dead at the scene. The Columbia Falls man was not injured. The road was dry. And now taking a look at those wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. We'll start with Hill County, where winter wheat is $7.89. Spring wheat, $9.75. Blaine County, winter wheat, $7.79. Spring wheat, $9.70. Liberty County, winter wheat, $7.94. Spring wheat, $9.75. Shoto County winter wheat 789, spring wheat 975, and Phillips County winter wheat 774, spring wheat 965. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. James L. Howendobler, 84, passed away due to natural causes at his residence on Thursday, November 11th. Funeral services are 1 p.m. this Thursday, the 18th, at Holland and Bonine Funeral Chapel, with Isla McClenahan officiating. Burial will follow in Highland Cemetery. 
Bradley E. Dugdale Sr., 85, passed away due to natural causes on Thursday, October 28th. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be 2 p.m. this Friday, the 19th, at St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Church, with Deacon Tim Maroney officiating. And that's going to do it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening. And remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Stay safe out on the roads. And please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.